The church gathers on this Holy Thursday night to celebrate the institution of the Eucharist, the gift that keeps on giving. And also, because of the celebration of the Eucharist, we celebrate also the institution of the ministerial priesthood, the way that Jesus chose to continue to make himself present to you and I, even today. We not only read the stories from that night, but we live the reality for what Jesus did the night before he died, we do again today. And at the heart of it all is the mystery of the cross. Pope St. John Paul II called the Eucharist that we celebrate a cosmic event. He had a very poetic way with words, certainly. But a cosmic event is a wonderful description of the Eucharist that we sometimes take for granted that has become so commonplace in our lives. Because the Eucharist unites us throughout space and time. It's a cosmic event. Every time we celebrate the Eucharist, we are caught up in the past, in the present, and in the future. And St. Paul tells us as much through his letter to the Corinthians. When Paul recounts to the Corinthians what he had received, namely, that the night he was handed over, he took bread, gave thanks, and said, this is my body. Then he took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. He said, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, that's the present, you proclaim the death of the Lord. That's our past. Until he comes again, we look forward to our future. And at the center of it all is the cross, which tonight, much like at the first last supper, is still veiled from our sight. When he gathered with his disciples that night in the upper room, and he said, this is my body for you, and this is my blood for you. The full reality of that new covenant in his blood was still hidden from their eyes and would be unveiled the next day when they saw him on the cross offer his body and blood. Because that's really what the Last Supper was about. Mass is not really a reenactment of the Last Supper. That's not the point. Because the Last Supper wasn't the point. The point is the cross. 
From the cross where he offered his body and blood, where he died for us, we receive salvation. The Last Supper pointed forward to the cross that would happen the next day the same way that Holy Mass points back to it. Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me. But remembrance in the scriptures is not just a memory. The words certainly sound similar. And when we talk about remembering, that's what we mean, memories. But in the Holy Scripture, remembrance or memory is something much more powerful. It truly packs a punch. Because each time this word is used in the Scriptures, it changes something. One of the first times we hear this word remembrance is after the flood. God said to Noah that he would save him and his family from destruction. He made a covenant with Noah. And then the rains came, the flood levels rose, and after 40 days and 40 nights, the Bible says, then God remembered Noah. I promise you, folks, God didn't forget about Noah. It wasn't like he left the faucet on and said, oh no, Noah, quick, turn off the flood. It's not that kind of remember. It says, then God remembered Noah and the flood waters began to recede. Because see, for God, to remember is to take some past promise and make it active and alive in the present. It's not just to think fondly about a past covenant, but it's to put it into action. God in the past promised Noah that he would be saved. And the day he remembered that covenant, he put it into action and the floodwaters began to recede. We see this throughout the Old Testament. Another popular time that it shows up is in miraculous births. So if you think of Rachel in the Old Testament, who was barren for many years and prayed to God, begged that she would have a son, that she would have offspring. It was considered a curse. It was considered that you had been forgotten by God. You had done something to offend God. And boy, Rachel didn't know what she had done. And after one particularly intense moment of prayer, the scriptures say, then God remembered Rachel, and she conceived. We see that in a few times with these miraculous births in the Old Testament. That God makes a promise. And the moment he remembers that promise, he brings that past promise into a present reality. And so when we celebrate Holy Mass, when we celebrate the Eucharist, as often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, that's the present, we proclaim his death. What Jesus did for us on the cross so many years ago becomes a present reality for you and me here at this altar. On the cross, he offered his body and his blood so that we might not die but have life. 
And he makes that covenant a reality for you and me every time we eat this bread and drink this cup. A cosmic event which not only remembers the past, is a present reality, but also looks forward to the future. For we do this until he comes again. And then we will do it no more. I have such a love for the sacraments. That was my postgraduate degree, was in sacramental theology. I love it. It's the bread and butter of the life of the church. And I can't wait until there are no more sacraments. Because that's the goal. This is just a shadow of the reality to come. There's one hymn that we pray, O Lord, at last when sacraments shall cease. When the promise gives way to the reality. When the present and the temporary gives way to the eternal and everlasting. Because what we celebrate in the Eucharist is a little foretaste of heaven. Where because of Jesus' salvific work on the cross, because he saved us from our sin, which separates us from God and one another, we become what we receive. We become the body of Christ. We come to live together in a real, deep, and lasting unity. That we come together in the Eucharist to be united in love. Which is the essence of heaven. So when you talk about Heaven, it's sometimes described as the eternal liturgy, which sounds terrible. <laughs> Especially if you're involved in planning all these big liturgies. It's a great week, but we're going to be smiling on Monday. And you know, if we just had to do this all the time, that would be kind of terrible. If heaven was just, please stand for our opening song and let's pray together our diocesan prayer. And then we go through the whole thing and there's a really long homily and then we do communion and then we sing another song and just as soon as we've sat down, please stand again because this is the eternal liturgy. That is hell. <laughs> that can't be what the Lord means. But that what we do here points us to the reality to come. What we get to experience just a little bit here through the hymns that we sing together, through the prayers that we pray, through our being together from all walks of life, from all different places, young and old, rich and poor, all coming together united with one goal and one purpose. Loving one another for Christ has loved us, that's what happens in heaven. And we get a little taste of that here. The Eucharist is a cosmic event. It's something that we do in the present that seems so ordinary. 
Without context, what a throwaway line that is from Paul. Whenever we eat bread and drink wine. No, but whenever we eat this bread, the bread of life, and whenever we drink this cup, the cup of our salvation, we proclaim the death of the Lord. We're united with that event that changed the course of history. The day of our salvation becomes today. Until he comes again, when sacraments shall cease, when the shadow gives way to reality, a cosmic event of past, present, and future of the God who created the cosmos. So tonight we celebrate the gift of the Eucharist, which no matter how much we know about it or how well we understand it, is a mystery the depths of which we shall not discover, fully understand, or be able to soak in until that day when this Mass gives way to the eternal liturgy, when this communion becomes perfect and eternal. So let us remember the past, look forward to the future, and live this present gift.